Welcome to Harvest Time. My name is Chris Harper, and our host on this program is Pastor Gary Walton, the lead pastor of Harvest Baptist Church. We spend 25 minutes together every week telling you the stories of our church by interviewing our members and other friends of the ministry. We always begin the program by personally inviting you to Harvest Baptist Church this Sunday. We have two services, one at 9 a.m., the other at 11 a.m. We have Japanese and Korean translation available during that 11 a.m. service. And that's also the service that we live stream on hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org. This week, part seven in our Can I Really Change series. This week, no superstar Christians here from Romans chapter seven. Let's begin the program today by welcoming Pastor Gary Walton. Hi, Pastor. Hey, half a day, Chris. Yeah, no superstar Christians here. That's what Romans 7 tells us. Actually, the first 14 verses talk about the law, and uh, we'll introduce that. And then the last part of the chapter, Romans 7, talks about Paul's personal struggle with his failures. He says, the things that I want to do, that's not what I do, and the things that I don't want to do, those are the things I end up doing. The end of that chapter is this real plea from uh, Paul's heart. He says, man, I just feel like such a wretched man. Who will deliver me from this failure? And so it's really an important passage for us to understand, and it describes this idea that really there aren't any superstar Christians. Even Paul is not, but God has given all of us the ability to have victory in our Christian life. And so we're going to talk about that on Sunday, and we'd invite you to come and join us. Well, we're in for a treat today on Harvest Time. In fact, if you could peer into KHMG studio right now, you'd find Chris and I uh, surrounded by six of our HBBC uh, seniors. So Harvest Baptist Bible College have a graduating class this month that are coming up. It's hard to believe you guys are finishing up um, five years of school, but we'll be graduating. And over the next couple of weeks, we're going to spend two times just getting a chance to know and hear the testimonies of some of these students. And so they're going to launch Harvest Time today with a special number for us right here in studio, and then we'll get a chance to talk to them. Victory 
Thank you, guys. Um, awesome to hear you, but just to see your voices, uh, see your faces in here uh, in studio. It's really cool. Let's do this. Let me have you guys introduce yourselves and then tell us where you're from, and uh, then we're going to talk to just a few of you with more, some more questions. So, Jesse, let's start with you. Uh, my name is Jesse, and I am from the island of Palau. My name is Adam, and I'm from the island of Yap. My name is Maxine, and I'm from the island of Yap. My name is Chinana and I'm from Chuk. My name is Tilda, I'm from the island of Yap. My name is Angelista and I'm from Point Bay. Wow, thank you guys for uh, introducing yourself. And we asked three of you to kind of represent your classmates and tell us a little bit about your experience here at Harvest. And so um, why don't we start with this? Um, why don't you tell us again uh, where you're from, Jesse, let me start with you. And then how did you get to HBBC? Uh, once again, I am from the island of Palau, and how I came to HBBC was really just my connection with the church that I'm coming from. Uh, shout out to Omukule La Biblia Rabelau Church. All and right. Yeah, I, I was there for, I mean, I even got saved at that church. Like, that was sophomore year of high school, so that goes maybe almost a decade ago. And my desire right after senior year was to really allow God to shape my life and what he wants me wants for me to do uh, in the ministry and so i came here awesome jesse i want to ask you some about each of you guys about your your spiritual story you know how god brought you to himself so i'll come back to that in a minute but uh jilda uh, what about you uh, again remind us where you're from and what did god use to direct you to come to harvest um my name is jilda i'm from the outer island of yap Vilidi. um I know about Harvest through my sister, Narcy. She came here. Um, she was a, a HBBC student before. And then uh, she went back and she started sharing the Word of God. Tell us about her, uh, the school here, Harvest, I mean, HBBC. Um, through her life, I learned um, a lot of things from her. And then um, she brought us to church, she invited us to church. We started going to Pastor Paul Church, Paul Simmer. Then, what church is that? What's the name of it? Uh, Faith Baptist Church. In Yap, on Maine, yeah. right? Yeah, Pastor yep. Paul is a pastor there. Then um, I started going to church there. Then that's when um, the Lord, the Lord got my heart, and I, um, I got saved through Pastor Paul. Then I started. Um, this the people just told me about Harvest. Then that's when I started thinking of coming to Harvest. 
Then my senior year, that's when I really make the decision of coming to um, HBBC. Jilda, how old were you when you got saved? Uh, I was, um, I would say, I think I was 18. Okay. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? What what happened? Did somebody talk with you or you just felt God's word convicting your heart? Um, So I keep going. I mean, I've been going to uh, church um, and like, only like few, like a month, and I go back just because my dad works for the summer. Um, so I kind of hear the word of God, but not really, really sure. Like believe that there is a God. Mm-hmm. Um, and during my sister, I see coming back from here, and then I see how God really changed her life. Mm-hmm. Come and because I we grew up together, and I saw I seen how she grew up. Um, her background, then um, and through, through Pastor Paul, um, then one of the Sunday he spoke about where are you gonna be after your death, mm. um, and that's after some uh, teen camp, and the, I've been sitting under preaching, hearing the word of God, um, and I know God is working through my heart, but I haven't made that decision, and that Sunday that he preached about God. Um, where am I gonna be after death? I knew in my heart that um, I'm going to hell because uh, I'm not living a life that pleases him. Yeah. I'm doing things to please men. Um, I grew up in a Catholic uh, home where we're practicing things, like we're doing things to please men and to write as long as it right in front of men's eyes, not the Lord. Um, so. Yeah, that's on Sunday. Uh, that's when I dedicate my life to uh, God, and um, Pastor Paul is the one who led me to Christ. Amen. It's an awesome, awesome story. Angelista, uh, tell us again where you're from, and then how did God? What did God use to bring you to Harvest? Um, I'm from Pompeii, and um, it was. I grew up in a church uh, where my pastor was a graduate from HBBC. And um, I've. Who's your pastor? My pastor is Pastor Clayton Elliam. Yeah. Uh, from One Baptist Church, and uh, growing up, I I saw a lot of HBBC graduates, and I I admired their lives, how they would come and go back home and served, and uh, just watching their lives, it really uh, motivated me to. Um, further my um, studies uh, of the, the Word, and so that's how I ended up here at HBBC. So uh, right after graduation, did you stay in Pompeii for a while, or did you come here f- right away? I came here right away. Okay. All right, awesome. Jesse, let me come back to, to you. I sort of skipped past this, but t- tell us about how you gave your life to God. Would you share that story with us? Oh, man. Um, I, I usually take a a lot of time to break through. You have to give us a, a little shorter version. But. <laughs> All right, here we go. So it really goes back to, like I said, my sophomore year of high school. Uh, that was a time that my family actually moved from the States to Palau. Uh, really a lot went on in my family's life that added to that decision for us to go. Um, but as we were there within the first few months, I remember there was just this point in my life where I was wondering, like, why would God really allow such things to happen? 
the, all the circumstances that was going on in my family's life that led to us being separated uh, led us to Palau. And I was wondering, I was just at that phase in life, in, in my life. And uh, within the next few weeks, there was uh, this truck that pulled up and jumping out of it were a bunch of kids passing out these flyers about this uh, basketball tournament going on. And I'm a kid who likes to play basketball. I like to shoot hoops. And so I was interested. And within that first week, uh, the week after uh, the tournament took place, we played we lost every game, uh, <laughs> but it was a good time at the end. But right after the, that uh, tournament, the whole thing was done. They had this uh, skit that they performed. Uh, and this skit really portrayed the man's separation from God through their sin, really just the whole gospel story mm. and how Jesus Christ came and saved. Uh, it's not by our own works. I mean, just as Jilda mentioned earlier, it's not by our own, our own good deeds, but it's only through Christ's perfect sacrifice. And that would suffice. And so at the end, uh, Pastor John Zimmer came up and he presented the gospel once again. It was very clear. And the question that he asked that really poked into my heart that I believe that I was God really trying to reveal this area in my life where I'm just being the king. And the question he asked was, will you make him the king of your life? Mm. And I was just at that point where I'm like, you know, wow, I never would have thought about it that way. I thought life revolved around what I wanted. Um, and so fast forward two weeks later, uh, they do a follow up with people who are interested in wanting to know more of how they can have their sins forgiven. And uh, McLean was the guy who came over. Uh, so he, McLean is uh, HPBC yeah, yeah, grad now, but yeah. uh, he was a high school student at that yeah, time? Yeah, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he was a senior at that time. Okay. Uh, yeah, so he came. Uh, he did the same thing. He presented the gospel. But I just, yeah, I was still stubborn. Mm. Um, but then God was still working. I mean, that, that's one thing that I believe for sure is that God was still working in, in my own life until uh, I'm not sure the exact length of time. But I remember meeting up with John Zimmer. And that was the time where I decided, hey, I can no longer live this way. I can mm. no longer live for myself. And I want to give my life to the Lord, allowing him to be the king of my life. And here we are. Yeah, awesome story, Jesse, about God's work. And, you know, all of our stories are a little bit different, how God uh, comes, how he meets us, the different phases of life. Um, but they have the similarities, right, of understanding our sinfulness and our need for Jesus. It's it's really cool. Angelista, so you guys are all uh, graduating in just a few weeks. It's hard to believe. You've been here five years. Our program is five years at HPBC. Um one of the cool things I think about our Bible college is that is that you guys spend so much time together, um, and there are these bonds, you know, that happen. That I, I meet HBBC alumni all the time, and I mean they're still connected after many years. You guys call yourself brothers and sisters, right? Um, why why do you uh, why do you call your sisters? sisters and brothers what's what's that mean here at harvest well um coming here we didn't really know each other but then yeah you're from different islands different places yeah being in the dorms really um stronger our bond and um it it's it's challenging yeah it gets challenging at times because you know we're not always on the same page but um, because of the word, I would say um, it it unites us, and um, that's I would say that's why we 
we get to say like we are brothers and sisters in Christ because of Christ. Yeah, I mean, it's like a family, right? I mean, brothers and sisters in a family, we don't always agree on everything, but that connection takes place. And I see that, you know, in, uh, in really awesome ways. Jilda, uh, so after graduation, each of you guys are going to finish up. I'll ask you specifically, but I know all, uh, is it uh, 12 graduates, I think, this year? All right, yeah. so half of you guys will talk to this week. Stay tuned next week because we're going to get another half next week. But tell me about what happens after graduation for you. So far, uh, I mean, I've been praying for this to go home. Yeah. Um, but because of flight in Yap, still, like, today we'll say it's open and probably just a few minutes and it say it's closed. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I know I've been here for five years and I want to put this in practice, what I learned what, I mean, what I've been taught here at Harvest. And um, of course, I'm burdened for my people. Mm. Um, I want to go home and serve on my island. Um, my pastor is in the States. And um, all, every time I hear um, about my sisters in Yap, my family, I always want to go there and share the be work, I mean, work alongside with them and um, just reach out to my people on unity. Um, I say I'm from Yap, but basically I'm from the outer island of Yap. That is Yiliti, where Pastor James served there. Mm-hmm. And um, and we are the only, me, my family, are the only Baptist there. Uh, and everybody was Catholic. And, um, of course, I'm burdened to go back there and sh- sh- share the Word of God to them, share the gospel. Um, but I'm just praying. I have so many things in my head what to do yeah. after um, but I'm just nervous uh, to take the step where I want to go and do this, and I ended up where that's not where the Lord is leading me. Um, but I'm praying for to go home. That's my that's what in my heart to go home for this uh, after graduation. Um, and I don't know if it's gonna happen or what will happen after. <laughs> Yeah, actually, I really appreciate you sharing that because it's a prayer request. In fact, everybody listening, if you're a believer, let me encourage you in this way. We've had a few years now where our graduates have finished and would, you know, many of them would love to be able to go home, but the flights, you know, just haven't been available. You haven't been able to get back to the islands. And so, yeah, if you're listening to this and if you just stop and pray for each of our graduates, that God would give real clarity that the Islands would open up and God would lead because I, I know each one of you wants to be where God wants you to be. And so we're praying along with you. And I know God's going to provide a way to direct you exactly where where he wants you uh, to serve. So I appreciate that. You mentioned uh, Pastor James. So that's Pastor James and Masensi. Yes. Right. Both HPBC grads that are mm-hmm. planning a church and on Ulity. Yep. And uh, that'd be cool. Whatever God desires for your life, Jilda, I know that you want to serve him, and we're praying for that ministry. We support Pastor James and Masensi and really praying that God would open up the doors of the gospel um, there in that place. Um, we got just a minute or two. I'm going to ask each of you guys this question, and I didn't prep you for it, so we'll see. Um, what would you say are the top two lessons that you've learned here at Harvest? Number one, 
I'll give you just a second, all right? The top two lessons that you've learned here at Harvest. Jesse, we're going to start with you. Power up and power through. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's familiar, and it means what, Jesse? Tell me the context for it. Really, this came from uh, our administrator, Mr. Mills. Uh, But it's just the whole, it revolves around the idea of persevering and doing to the end. I mean, your end goal is to be more like Christ, and it really takes a lot of powering up and power through. Powering up in him and then powering through whatever life brings before. Yeah. Amen. Persevere. Stay at it. Childa? Um, just be who I am in mm. the Lord um, and um, not being, pretending to be somebody else. This is how God created me and I should be um, thankful and be grateful for His creation and how He, um, how He, where He put me and how He changed my life. Amen, Jilda. I love that. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. Angelista? Um, well, like Pastor Don would say, life is not fair, but God is faithful. And the other one is I've, I've learned and I'm still learning to treasure the Word of God the most. Okay. Boy, you guys, that is, uh, I don't know, four, five, six things that you just shared. Any of us that will have those kinds of uh, lessons implanted in our hearts has a chance to really be faithful, fruitful servants of God. And I believe that uh, God is doing that. Um, thank you for sharing a little bit of your story. Thank you, all six of you, <laughs> uh, for being willing to come in. And uh, we want you to know we love you. I, you've heard it over and over again. We love you. We're so thankful the way that God has used you guys in the life of our church. Um, me personally, and uh, we can't wait to see what God's going to do in your lives. Stay faithful, right? Stay faithful. Well, thank you for listening to Harvest Time today. We always want to, at the end of this program, personally invite you to Harvest Baptist Church this week. On Sunday, we have two services, one at 9 a.m., the other at 11 a.m. We have Japanese and Korean translation available during that 11 a.m. service. That's also when we live stream our service on hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org. This week, part six in our Can I Really Change series. This week, no superstar Christians here from Romans chapter seven. Thanks again for listening to Harvest Time.